This is the Argyle Podcast, the official podcast of Plymouth Argyle Football Club. Hello, yeah, this is the Argyle Podcast. I'm Charlie Price, and you might be able to hear hustle and bustle in the background here. It's a special edition of the podcast. Um, we're at Adrenaline Quarry in Liscard, where the players are about to uh, take part in. <laughs> A team building exercise. Just looking around, there's a few anxious looking faces. Uh, we're at the water park here. If you don't know, it's a bit like total wipeout. And uh, yeah, the gaffer Ryan Lowe thought it'd be a good idea to, to get the team down. Bit of team bonding, bit of uh, running around on inflatables in the water. As I said, lots of slightly anxious faces, but lots of excitement as well. Uh, throughout the, the podcast, we'll be chatting to players and staff as well that are taking part, how they're getting on with it, how they're looking forward to it how it's all gone we'll also today be uh, previewing a night of tina turner we'll be talking to tina or shamaya bob Eggbay a little later on and we'll also be taking a look back at the pre-season game against bristol city I'm just going to chat to a couple of the guys here niall ennis in particular is looking quite nervous niall um how are you feeling ahead of this now that you finally found out what you're doing on your day off um swimming is not really me to be fair so i'm a bit nervous uh, you've, you've looked nervous since you've been here. I'm just going to let you listen to the safety briefing because this is vitally important now. Yeah. Okay. All right, social briefing over. Everybody making their way across. Uh, just grab a word here with um, Kevin Anskeville, first team coach. Kev, looking forward to this? Loving it. Really excited. Yeah, great to get in the water, get all the boys in the water. So. A lot of smiles, a lot of uh, nervous apprehension, but the boys are going to have a great time, I'm sure of that. Yeah, you mentioned nervous apprehension. Uh, saw Niall Ennis' face just a moment ago. Just had a quick chat with him. He's taking deep breaths. Yeah, yeah. there's a few not too keen on the water, Charlie, but um, I'm sure they'll get used to it once we get him in under. Um, and being part of the West Country, they're going to have to get used to the water, aren't they? So uh, it's a little baptism of fire for some of them, but they'll enjoy it. Have you ever done this before? That's... I haven't done this, no. no. So I'm, I'm really excited, yeah. do, do you feel that you've got a bit of a target on your back being one of the coaches? No, 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 no. I, I've got targets of myself to get, but no one's going to make me a target. So, make, you know, that's pretty clear that one, Charlie. But no, I've certainly got targets. I'm getting Brendan Galloway uh, is is really excited about it. So I want to make sure he gets the full experience of it. Just one main fighting talk from Nance there. Unbelievable. He stood next to Brendan Galloway as well. So there's a little wry smile slash competition going up. Just going down the the line. There's a lot of people in blue buoyancy aids waiting to go through into the aqua park and start their activity. Let's have a chat with these fellas here. Ryan Hardy, Mike Cooper, Adam Randall. Start with you, Ryan. Niall's not looking too keen. As a strike partner, are you going to be friend or foe for him today? I think at the start we'll be friendly. We'll, we'll put an arm around him, um, follow me and Jets, but then as he gets a bit more confident, he'll be getting flung in. I don't know whether you've seen, there's a big sort of airbag in there, which you can jump on and fling people off the other side. Um, so is that the sort of thing you're planning for? We need to get the lightest person on it to see how high we can get them. So maybe okay. Rans can line that, and a few of the bigger lads can jump on it. I didn't think I was the lightest, to be honest, but maybe I am. Is that, is that, is that it's a good fight. thing? Yeah. It's not a fact. Um, well, I've, I've got to be one of the winners. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Cheers for clarifying. Uh, as as a, a day off team building exercise, fellas, how do you feel this is? Um, I think it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be good fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Better than what may have been planned before? 
Um, what would you have been doing? Certainly different. What would have I been doing instead? Bryce said golf, potentially some golf. Um, no, I think it, it's going to be good. Good. Enjoy it, fellas. I'll leave you be. Prepare yourselves well. Um, yeah, so they're just making their way through to the actual Aqua Park. We will get some reaction whilst they're in there. Chat to a couple of other players as well about um, how it's going. I think once they get in, you'll probably find that they uh, are a little bit happier. A lot of excitement. Nance with fighting talk. Hardy with fighting talk. Niall Ennis a little bit meek. But anyway, back from the Aqua Park in, in just a couple of minutes' time. Reminder that here on the Argyle podcast, we have a chat with. Um, Tina Turner, not the real Tina Turner, but tickets are still available for that. We'll be talking to Shamaya Bob Agbe, who is the, well, we will be playing Tina on the night and singing the songs. Uh, it's a great little chat with her. She's a big fan of Tina Turner as well, which helps and has played her in a Western musical as well. Uh, but first, we will look back on our final pre-season friendly to take place at Home Park Stadium. It was a 1-0 loss against Bristol City. Here are the thoughts of the Gaffer Reinhardt. Some passages you play were fantastic. Um, we just said in there, you know, to, to lose by one goal in all three games by a championship outfit is, is no disgrace. Uh, but ultimately, them lads have given us everything over the pre-season. I've told them now we'll, we'll have a couple of down days and we'll go to the last one on Saturday and then it'll be a week of mentally focused football of how we want to go to Rotherham and what, what our plans are um, you know it's no uh, secret away we're trying to play and what we're trying to do but yeah I, I 100% agree with you it's been fantastic but I must say as well you know thank you to the fans you know I think it was three and a half thousand then four and a half thousand then five and a half thousand today fantastic that's what we need you can hear them roaring on when we need it we had a right little push towards the end and you know possibly could have had a penalty you know their keepers made a good save but ultimately that's what we want to be we want to be exciting them and I think over the last three home games against top championship outfits, we, we've certainly entertained them. Well, I think you have, and, and you just went through it, didn't you? you know, that attendance has gone up by almost yeah. a thousand each time as well, which you know they're getting excited, but they're also seeing that uh, yeah. the side's playing well. Yeah, I, th- I think they believe in us. I think they do. I think they believe in what we're trying to do. They've seen it, obviously, the first year in League Two, and then obviously the season got curtailed, and and then we went a season without them, which was which, which went nice, and now we're hopefully got a full season with them, and they can be our twelfth man because that's what we're going to need. Oh man, away. Uh, you know, I think we look solid and resolute from back to front. You know, I think the small little things I, I see, and I always want to try and make it perfect. I never will be able to because that's just the nature of the beast, isn't it, in football? But I'm trying. I, I want that. I'm saying to my coaches, and they're going, "Ah, oh, gaff and I'm like, "Yeah, but I want a bit more." And but every single one of them have been fantastic. They've been a pleasure to work with for the past five weeks. As I've said, we've got another. That's ten days to go now, eleven days to go until we play our first game at Rotherman, and uh, and that's when we'll be ready. Quick couple on, on this game. Uh, big penalty save from Michael Cooper. I think it's his first in, in senior football. Um, great for him. Yeah, fantastic. We're in a penalty, though, was here. I think Scott, I'll give him a bit of stick, I think, because he's normally all right. But in terms of that, you know, you don't want to ruin a, a, a game of good football. If that would have been the decider, I'd have been disappointed because, you know, you don't want to see them decisions made when it's definitely wearing a pen. Uh, and then obviously their goal of that they've scored is is a little moment of brilliance from Chris Martin who's played at the top level a little dink round the corner and then you know we felt we could have done better with it but again you know it, it's been toe poked into Joe's path and, and, and Joe's put it into Casey Palmer's path and then he's put it into Viner's path um, 
Wyman's path and then he scored so again look that you know it's disappointing to concede goals but it's not disappointing the way we're trying to go about our business and today we were fantastic so really really pleased and also carving out chances yeah. like we did against Swansea like we did against Middlesbrough you know it, it's it's close to being almost like a perfect game isn't it well we're 10 days away so hopefully <laughs> hopefully <laughs> that can be the case days. yeah uh, but no we have to respect the opposition teams who are playing and we, we know that but creating chances is always a good sign you know, Luke's gone through there in the first half and maybe could have dinked it with his left foot and it's gone with his right, and which is fine. It's his prerogative when he's in them positions. We say, you do what you need to do where you feel you can score. But I think it's a big big plus when you're creating plenty of chances in pre-season. If you're not, it's a worry. And I'm not really too concerned that we haven't scored many goals in the last three games, really. But we're getting the chances. So hopefully, yeah, you know, we want to be ready for, for, for the first game of the season and, and hopefully then they can start counting. Because at the moment, in pre-season, they count for nothing. Yeah. But we're getting in the positions, we're making some good moves, some good runs, some good decisions. Yeah. So, yeah, really pleased. Just uh, 11 days away, I think, that game now. Getting excited about it? I am, mate, yeah. I've been excited for the past few weeks. I've said to a few people, I'm just excited because of the business we've done as well. You know, you see that the lads, you know, Brendan, Macaulay, um, Scarzi, you know, Jordan Alton, James Wilson, they've made a big difference to us already. Um, you know, and, and that's going to be a big, big part of what we're trying to do. You know, we did concede a lot more goals than we wanted last season. Hopefully, we can concede a lot less this season because we've got Warriors and good footballers in the back line now that they're going to be hard to beat, along with Mike, who's been fantastic. So, um, and James Bolton had to add to that. Sorry. So, you know, I think in terms of what we're trying to do now, we knew the weaknesses we need to. To, to deal with last season we've done that and it's evident to see that it, it's going okay so yeah 11 days to go I'm really looking forward to it That was a manager Brian Lowe after a 1-0 loss against Bristol City on Tuesday night he'd mentioned in there penalty save Michael Cooper first as a professional and here he is talking through that save I thought the lead up to the pen I thought it was a bad decision personally by the ref um, his words were I oh, rugby tackled him which I'm not sure I did personally, uh, but look, I just managed to regain my composure, um, just calm down, set up, and then just take the penalty in its stride. Um, got a good hand on it, and, and yeah, got it cleared. We were talking on the Argyle podcast a couple of weeks ago yeah. uh, about penalties and, and the fact that you hadn't saved yeah. one for the first team yet, so that's now under your belt. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've finally broken an unwanted streak, so yeah, no, there is that. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty much about time, wasn't it? There was quite a few pens that I didn't save. Um, and especially after you concede one, you always want to save it that bit more. So, yeah, buzz with it. What did you make of the performance today? Because it's now three games against Championship opposition, three losses, but arguably the better team in all three games. Yeah, listen, uh, three losses, but all three by one goal. Goals that we can cut out um, and goals that maybe are a bit more preventable against League One opposition. Um, and maybe chances that we we could take um, a bit easier, but um, just as soon as we get going through pre-season. So I think the play in between both boxes has been brilliant. Um, I wouldn't say we've played played teams off the pitch in midfield, but we have passed around good level sides and got in behind um, a lot of occasions. So there's a lot of good stuff to take from the games. Yeah. Yeah. On that, I mean, I suppose it it, it puts you in good stead, doesn't it, going into a League One season, knowing that you can compete against sides that. I mean, all of them have, have, have done pretty well in the Championship in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, of course. Um, but obviously, we've got to think about uh, our ruthlessness in both boxes. You know, we still want to be keeping the goals out and scoring goals. Um, 
so that that's a that's got to be a bit of work that we've got to put in on the training ground. Um, but obviously, yeah, we're, we're still going to take confidence no matter what from these games. Yeah, uh, just over a week away from the start of the season, you're getting excited about that. Yeah, everyone's buzzing. Um, I think the fact that crowds are back in is a, uh, a big difference. Um, but no, uh, we're, we're really excited for the challenge to head to Rotherham. Uh, really nice stadium. I know the pitch is going to be brilliant. So yeah, no, everyone's buzzing for it. Well, top stuff. Um, one save down from a penalty. We're going to expect a lot more now from the rest of the season, eh? 100% success rate, of course, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, listen, I'm just, I'll, I'll be happy with every single one I save. You're listening to the Argyle Podcast. We are broadcasting from Adrenaline Quarry today. Um, the site in Liscard, the Aquapark to be precise. It's a team-building exercise for the squad. Just watching the gaffer, Ryan Lowe make his way down towards the water just to paint a picture for you here it's a little bit windy but it's still a pretty hot day we've arrived at a sort of grassy area which looks across the lake and uh, a great assault course or array of blow up obstacles slides climbing frames tight ropes that uh, the players will very soon be making their way over to and probably sliding off, jumping in, and, and as we heard from Nance, potentially rugby tackling a couple of the other players in. Speaking of rugby tackling players, um, we've got the club physio here, Nick Fulton. Um, Nick, you're, you're not involved today? No. In the Aqua Park. Are you slightly concerned that there could be a bit of overzealous activity injuring a few, a few other players? Uh, potentially, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I've got all the gear just in case, but... No, it's all about having a bit of fun and hopefully they'll just enjoy themselves, get a bit of their silliness out of the way and then get down to the serious stuff. I suppose it, it, is, it is a good thing to do, isn't it, this sort of thing? We haven't had many activities in the last couple of years where, where players no. and staff no. and everybody can kind of get on and, yeah. and mix, have we? No, no, definitely not with the COVID uh, circumstances. So it's nice for them to get a bit of team bonding, get together, have a good time and then, um, yeah, be ready to go. Just watching them now make their way down onto the pontoon, a few of them splashing in. Um, well, well, we'll talk to them afterwards. Thanks, yes. thanks, Nick. <laughs> Just watching Ryan Hardy and Luke Jeffcott there jogging down the pontoon. Luke goes flying in, double-footed into the water. Niall Ennis just hanging on behind. We heard from him earlier, not too keen to get in the water. Ryan Hardy now dives in. Niall Ennis still not keen. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be catching up with the lads again once they come out of the water park this is the argyle podcast yeah you're listening to the argyle podcast and we'll take a step away from football and matters on the pitch and talk about an exciting event that's coming up on the 29th of august you may have seen it advertised around it's an evening of tina turner uh great to have sort of um events festivals and, and shows back at home park stadium again uh, I know there's a lot of Tina Turner fans out there. I'm delighted to say as well that the star of the show is on the podcast, Shamaya Bob Egbay. Hello. Thanks a lot for joining us Hi. on the Argyle podcast. Thank you for having me. Not a problem at all. This is very, very exciting for us to get someone and a show like you down down to Home Park. Are you Are you looking forward to coming down to Plymouth and performing? Yes. You know what? I've actually never been to Plymouth before. Wow. I'm really actually looking forward to that day. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about the about the show then, an evening of, of, of Tina Turner. It, it's, yeah. it sounds pretty self-explanatory. Um, is it as it says on the tin? Yeah, it's, 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 it
It literally is. Um, but to give you more information, it's basically a show filled with uh, West End performers and West End band. We've got an eight-piece band as well, uh, which is quite big. And it's a two-hour show of just song after song and hit after hit of all the Tina favourites that you might possibly know and some that you don't. Um, so it should be a night of fun, dancing, singing, and just celebrating Tina and who she was. Yeah, she has quite a few hits as well, doesn't she? To, to... She has quite a few. <laughs> yes. Reeling them all off. Um, are you a, are you a Tina Turner fan yourself? Oh my god, I'm a huge Tina Turner fan. <laughs> I think I, I nearly cried when I met her. If I didn't cry, then I nearly, I nearly did. <laughs> you, you mentioned the 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 eight piece band that are uh, coming down and and yeah. involved in in the musical. You yourself um, were were involved in the musical as well, Tina. The yes, the, the Tina Turner musical. Talk, talk to me about that because as a fan of of Tina, that must have been pretty incredible to kind of well, to be her for a couple yes. of hours. It, it was it was really something else, and uh, because I was with the show from its inception, so the original cast from 2018, um, up until the weekend before lockdown, unfortunately, um, I have just spent a number of years just basically living in that realm of teen songs. So it was a really really great show to be a part of. It was I never you know what. I actually probably watched that show more often than people think. <laughs> when I had opportunities to have a show watch, I would have literally raced to the front of the house and watched the show, and I never got tired of the songs, never got tired of anything to do with Tina, because I absolutely love her. I suppose that helps then, Shemaya, does it, when you are in a in a show, and similarly when you go off and do these sort of events, like an evening with Tina, of Tina, that you, you actually really love what you're doing? Does it? I mean, I yes. suppose, does it ever, ever happen that you, you do get a bit bored of what you may be doing? not saying it's with this one, but like a show and you kind of just, it's like a job. I suppose it, it's its better now that, that you are actually such a huge fan and, and enjoy watching it. <laughs> no, I never, ever get bored. <laughs> and the reason for that is... That's the right answer. Tina's live performances, she never sing, sings the same song the same way. Mm. If you actually look back, you always find variations in how she does the songs. And so that's another element I bring. I never do a show the same way. I don't do the same steps. I don't sing, you know, this line a certain way. I change it up. So it's always really fresh and exciting. Do you have a, a favourite song? Or maybe a, maybe a favourite song to perform as well, le- less so than listening to? Um, my favourite to perform is definitely the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, unsurprising, I would say. Yeah. People think it's Todd Mary, but it's not. <laughs> What was the last couple of years been like then? You you kind of alluded to it that you were you were part of the show, part of the musical up to the last week before lockdown. Obviously, as a performer um, who would have been performing every single day, or if not every yeah. other day, what what was that like over the last couple of years or eighteen months for you? Um, truthfully, it was up and down. Mm. Um, a part of me, you know, like the rest, I'm not going to lie. I just think, like I said, I've been there since 2018. So I was like, okay, let's rest the body. But then after a couple of weeks, you know when we all thought it was going to last three weeks? Yes. <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> and I think from that point onwards, and just seeing the turmoil in the industry and and everyone, you know, losing their identity and the financial factor as well for companies and theatres all around the world, and especially in the UK, it's been a really, really hard time. But what I've liked most about it is actually I really admire how people have gone through it. That's speaking to people and seeing what you know, companies and individual people are doing in this time. And it just made me so grateful to be part of the community that mm. supports each other. 
yeah, what did you manage to get up to? Did you did you manage to do any sort of um, um, Zoom style well, performances or shows or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> Yeah, I did a few of those, and then I was really, really fortunate to do uh, they, someone created an album from a pop garden. Oh know? wow! So I did a show over the summer. Yeah, really. That's why me people were so resourceful all the time. Um, and then I did a concert until unfortunately things shut again um, in Cheltenham. I did that, and yeah, it's been up and down. But mostly, I actually do a lot of voiceover work. <laughs> yeah. So again, another running. You know, like I said, you know, it just shows you how resourceful that people are in this industry you find find things to do to keep going i know it is quite incredible isn't it the things that people do come up with and it's kind of some things i know in our sector in in sport and football a lot of techniques that were done kind of remote training or whatever are still being implemented like it's something that you think well actually i know we had we had to come up with it because we couldn't do anything else but it kind of works and you kind of still do those sort of things you're absolutely right. I uh, teach now on Zoom. I keep singing on Zoom. And that hasn't changed. You know, things have opened up. So, no, no. you know, you find uh, a way to adapt and actually apply it to our new normal, as people say. Yeah, the new normal, the new saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, back, back to back to this show and 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 you coming down to, to Home Park Stadium at the end of August. I mean, just to be able to play at any sort of venue, but but let alone these yes. these big sort of sporting arenas i know you're going to uh the cooper associates ground somerset cricket club as well um yes. in, in a week's time you know what's it like performing in these huge open air arenas i love them <laughs> <laughs> i um people don't realize this but actually as a performer i love theater because you, you know you're close enough that you feel people's energy but you're so far away that you can be like okay it's not too intimidating <laughs> yeah yeah um, so it's a great balance and obviously in these kind of stadiums I think it's just the energy the energy is insane it, it fills the entire environment even if it's you know open air you can literally feel um, the energy from the audience so I'm, I know I'm really going to enjoy it and, and just briefly again just, just to finish off um, in, in a sort of nice summed up nutshell what, yeah. what can people expect of an evening of Tina yes um, so it's a two hour show uh, and most of well, most of the Valentina songs are going to be there, being sung by an incredible cast, not just myself, an incredible band playing along with us. And it's going to be uh, an evening of excitement and fun and being able to sing along and cheer and do all the things that you want to do if Tina were on stage. Uh, so I really hope that people look forward to having a great night. It, it will be simply the best, eh? It will be simply <laughs> the best. You're listening to the Argyle Podcast. Shemaya Bob Egbe there who will be performing at Home Park Stadium Sunday the 29th of August. Tickets still on sale. Just head over to argyletickets.co.uk Make sure you book those if you're a fan of Tina and speaking to Shemaya there as well. It's going to be a, uh, a fantastic evening. As I said, argyletickets.co.uk, 29th of August. If you're a fan, make sure you book yourself in and get along for an evening of Tina. Now, I'm still here at the water park, Adrenaline Quarry. Thanks a lot to Adrenaline Quarry for allowing us to come down and, and take part in this little team-building exercise. Uh, there's probably about 50 or 60 people out there on the assault course. It's uh, an overcast day, but 
pretty warm temperatures. I'm just trying to catch a glimpse of a couple of the players. I think I can see Danny Mayer over there struggling to get himself up onto a platform. He's there with Jimmy Dickinson, the head analyst. But it, it looks like a lot of fun. And as we were saying with Nick, it's uh, important that we are able to get out and do these sort of things in pre-season. We've had uh, 18 months, as everybody has had, of not doing too much and being locked indoors and not able to do these sort of activities. But uh, for the players to let off a bit of steam after what's been a, a tough couple of weeks or a month and a bit of pre-season training and matches and getting themselves fit to let off a bit of steam and enjoy themselves for an afternoon is the reason behind today. This is... The Argyle Podcast. Lads just out. Um, I think it's pr- probably quite well times, although the sun is now coming out. How did you find that, Joe Edwards? Bit of adrenaline, quarry, total wipeout, team building. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, obviously, we didn't know what we were doing today. It's been it's been left as a surprise from the gaffer, so uh, we weren't sure. But then when we got here, like, it's, like I said, it's been it's been great fun. All the boys have had a great laugh. Um, no, no, so it's been a very good day. Have you ever done anything like it before? I haven't, no, actually. I've always wanted to do something like that. Uh, like you mentioned, then total wipeout, you see that. Um, but no, it was, it was good. It's hard than you think as well sometimes. And you got people like Jimmy trying to chuck you in all the time. So, no, it was good. On that then, so I spoke to a couple of people beforehand. Nance was going to target Brendan yeah. Galloway. Everybody was going to target Niall Ennis yeah. at some stage. What uh, what did get? What, what did you get up to out there? Nance is an absolute bear and just chucked everyone in and gets very aggressive. Um... But no, nah, everyone was after everyone. It was it was good fun. Uh, Jimmy struggled a lot. He was in a lot of the water. Um, but everyone else did okay. Just finally, how how key, how good is it to do stuff like this actually as a team? Because I suppose you haven't really had the opportunity to do it for the last couple of couple of years, really, with COVID. No, no, we haven't actually. Yeah, it's been hard in pre-season. You always usually get like um, a, a, a team bonding sort of thing, exercise, and we haven't been able to do it. So um, no, it's needed. I think it's it's always good for team morale. Um, we got a great bunch this year and. That proved it today. Everyone got involved and, and really got stuck into it. So it's a great day all around, really. Excellent stuff. No Skipper, well done, Joe yeah, Edwards there yeah, on the, uh, the Argyle podcast. Having just come out of the Adrenaline Quarry Aqua Park, everybody's now making their way back down to, to try it off and get warm again because it has gone a little bit chilly. As I said, the wind has picked up. Um, but we heard it beforehand. Nance was going to target people. It sounds as if he did do exactly as he promised, I'm just making my way back down to uh, kind of the clearing area again where we hand in all the life jackets and people can get changed again. Sun's just popped out, but uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for the Argyle podcast for this week. Apologies, we didn't get uh, round to reading out any of, uh, any of your questions or, or doing the quiz this week, but we thought it would be quite nice to go inside the camp and bring you what it's, what it's like on a team building day, a, t- a team exercise, team day out for the squad, and they've had a great day down at Adrenaline Quarry at the Aqua Park, as you've been hearing. Uh, we will, of course, be back next week with, with another episode. It'll be Joe Edwards on the podcast. We've heard from him just now, but he will be here in his uh, full capacity. Looking forward to the start of the season, so you can get your questions in from now if you like. We'll also be putting out another reminder on Twitter. But uh, yeah, ask Joe anything, ask the skipper anything next week on the Argyle podcast. Remember, you can like, uh, subscribe and download uh, this podcast from any of your usual podcast providers. You can also find it on the website, pafc.co.uk, and just look for the fans tab and you will find the Argyle podcast in there. Right, we'll be back next week then with myself, Dan Cole, and the skipper, Joe Edwards. This is the Argyle podcast.
the official podcast of Plymouth Argyle Football Club. <laughs>